welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devat Torah called Parshas Vayera. There's nothing like a mother's intuition. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, Parshas Vayera, we're all familiar with the story, with what happened, that Avam and Sarah were not able to have kids, and eventually Sarah gave Hagal and told Avram, you can have a kid with her, and he did, and that kid till today, his name is Ishmael. We know Ishmael. And then Sarah was Zoiche, through the story in this week's Parsha, to have a son named Yitzchak, Yitzchak Avinu. The question is the following. We know that later on, Sarai Meinu Sarah, what Ishmael was all about, and she said to Avram, he needs to be kicked out of the house, him and his mother Hagal, because I am worried of his negative effects on our son Yitzchak. And for Avram, as the Psukim say, it was very difficult to accept, but Hashem said, don't worry, don't feel bad, whatever Sarah tells you, you should do, because the Mephalshim explained to us, she has Wach HaKodesh, and she realized it's the right thing to do. The question begged itself, why didn't Avram realize what it, what Ishmael was all about. Hey, the Psukim tell us, the Psukim Chazal tell us, based on the Psukim, the word is Mitzachek, that Ishmael was Mitzachek, Mitzachek. The Gemara teaches us, is, resembles the three huge sins, Gilo Shvichus Damim, and So how did Avram not realize he was doing that? Why was he upset to, 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 to send him off? It seems like he was upset because he didn't realize he was, was a bad person. And even Sarai Meinu, it doesn't sound like she realized that. If it wasn't for the Ruach HaKodesh that told her that. So what's going on? How didn't they realize that? And even if you think that's not a big deal, that's not a big question, we've seen things like this happen in history. In fact, it happened to Yitzchak himself. How did he not realize Esau was such a bad person? So I do think it's a question still. But we'll go on to the next question. It's clearly stated that Ishmael was over he was he the, he was mitzachek and mitzachek is lishon of the three big averes. So if he indeed had the three biggest averes, how in the world can we understand the next in our parsha later on, as Hagar is kicked out with her son Ishmael, and then he's almost dying of thirst, and then Hakadosh Baruch Hu is, saves them with a miracle with a well of water that they have, and the angels ask Hashem, why are you saving him? This person Ishmael, his generations to come are going to do such harm and kill so many in Bnei soil when they're going to walk through and they're going to be so thirsty and they're going to give them salt water to drink and with air and at the end they're going to get killed from that so why, why, why save him some explain why even save him with the same thing that they're going to kill Bnei soil and what does Hashem answer the famous words that we mentioned in Rosh Hashanah Hashem judges you based on where you're holding right now and not based on the future based on how he is right now the question begs itself, what do you mean? He's not a tzaddik now. He just, he, he did the three biggest sins. This, this person's a murderer. Uh, he, he, everything, everything is wrong with him. So what do you mean by Shehusham? So the Mephashim asks it, he gives an answer, yeah, but he wasn't 20 years old. Only once you're 20 years old, then you're susceptible to getting punished. He wasn't a Baalinshin. And there's other answers, Ayan Zoyal and others. And the last question, not as strong, but still a question, it seems like Avram liked very much Ishmael, and it was hard for him to let him go. But then, suddenly, when he finally let him go, and he was forced, kind of, by Kodesh Bochu, to listen to Sarah, because she had Wach he, he said, 
I'm not sending him with with money, but only with basic things that he needs. From here we learn that he, he didn't like him. So did Avon like him or not like him? What's going on? To answer all these questions, we can suggest the following. Hashem Bemet judges us based on our actions. And Kenzain that Ishmael didn't put into actions anything. He didn't do Mamish the sin of Avodah Zara. But that's where his heart was holding. We've already mentioned in previous Divrei Torah that a person is all about where he's holding in his heart, his Ratzon. What is his real will? And of course he has to do his best to bring his will into action. So, so Ishmael was, let's say, not the best person in his heart. Yes, he was always thinking about things that are related to Avodah Zara. He was always thinking about about ideas of how to kill someone, etc. So his thoughts, his mind was in a place that's full of sins. However, he did not perform any of these sins. And that's why Klape Chutz on the outside, he seemed like he was an okay guy. And that's why Avon Vindu didn't pick up that he was a bad person and was, was not worried of his impacts on his son Yitzchak. And so too, Sarai Meinu, if it wasn't for Ruch HaKadosh, she wouldn't relate. But because she had this, let's call it, sixth sense, that she had this special sensitivity, intuition, to realize that in his heart he's holding in a very dangerous place that can affect the people around him. Even the Jasha that I quoted earlier, that Mitzachik resembles Avodah Zav, it resembles, it's a Lashon of Avodah Zav, it doesn't mean he did the action of Avodah Zav, that was all in his heart. And therefore, no one can pick up on it if it wasn't for Ruach HaKadosh of Sarai Meinu. Once Avram hopped and realized, when she told him, this is what I understand, I see through Ruach HaKadosh, then he was really worried. What is, if I give him money, what is he going to do with money? I can give him just the minimum that he needs. And when he left, then that changed everything about Avram's perspective on him. So too, we can understand now the, the the biggest question of all that we asked: How can it be that the angels told Hashem, "How can you kill Ishmael right? Don't don't save Ishmael right now with water. Kill him because he pretended. Because later on in the generations, they're gonna when Bnei Israel are gonna be very thirsty. They're gonna pretend to give them water. It's gonna be full of air and salt and uh, salty fish they gave them, and that combination was was lethal. So don't save them. And Hashem says they can't. It's all based on right now. And right now, maybe in his heart it wasn't 100%, but in his actions he was clean. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will not give him a punishment he doesn't deserve right now. He does not deserve right now because based on his actions, he, to a certain extent, held himself back from doing bad actions. But yet, his heart was in a very dangerous place. And so I may not realize that even if it's just your heart in a dangerous place, that can have effect on your environment. And therefore... Sarai Meinu said, we can't, we can't take that risk. We see from here a very important lesson that a person on the outside can look amazing and everything's great. But what really counts more than your actions is your heart. Of course, it's not enough. It's not enough just to be a good yid in your heart. You have to do your utmost to bring into actions. A lot of people tell me, not a lot, but several people tell me, especially people that come to work and fix things in the house, and they say to me, don't look at me like this. I'm a, I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. I'm a good Jew. I need, I'm a Jew in my heart. So I don't know how to tell them in a nice way. It's not enough to be a Jew in your heart. It's very important. It's amazing. It's dangerous if you're not. But it's not enough. You have to bring it into action. That's how we change ourselves. We're mezakech, our goof and our neshama. 
we make it a lot more pure, and that's the whole reason we're here in the hallway of this world, to reach the world to come, when we'll be more mezukach, I don't know how to translate that word, but a lot purer, both in our bodies and neshama, to be ready to enter the world to come, which is the world where we do get pleasures, spiritual, special pleasures. I think this this idea of what we saw Sarah Imenu possessed, I think it's true with all the women, with all the mothers, that HaKadosh Buhu gave them a certain sense, an ability, a sixth sense to realize where people are holding and where they are in their hearts. And it's very important to bring up a kid in such a fashion because that's where <laughs> you are what you are in your heart. That has an effect of everything. As we mentioned several Divrei Torah about that, one was, it says in the Pasuk, we say it in Kriyachma. A person shouldn't go based to, to bad things based on his eyes and then his heart. But when Rashi explains it, he says in the reverse order. He says, the, the heart sees, sorry, the eyes see, and then the heart really wants it. And then you, it brings you to do a maise avira, a sin. However, the Pasuk says, don't go based on your heart. So why is Rashi explaining it the reversed order? The answer is, you s- everything's based on your heart. Perception of reality is based on how you trained your heart. And that's why your heart is so important. It, it, it defines everything you see. It perceives everything you see. So perception is based on where you are holding in your heart. And of course you have to use your, your, your brain, your mind, to affect your heart to realize what he sees. Yeratana will all be able to affect ourselves and our surroundings to always focus what life is all about and in our hearts and also bring into actions the idea of how important it is to get to kill Vaselukim. This idea that the mother has a sixth sense, I want to share with you a story my wife just told me, a true story about this family, <coughs> this family that she knows. And the story goes as follows. This, this mother, she works in a certain company, and once she showed family photos to some of her friends in the company, and they managed, they realized there was a, in the picture there was a very nice cake. So one of the, one of the managers asked this, this woman, excuse me, this cake looks amazing, where, where did you get this from? She, she says, this cake I baked on my own, it took me a long time, but I baked on my own. So they said, what? You baked this on your own? It looks so professional, it's unbelievable. She says, yeah, I baked it on my own. They said, you know what, next, family, next company event, we want you to, 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 to make a cake for us. This looks so amazing. We, have to, we, we really want you to give us one like that, to, to prepare one. So you know how they are. They all got it. She, like anyone would, she felt so good about herself, herself. She got all excited. And the day before the company event, she worked for hours and made the most gorgeous cake. Put it in the fridge. She wakes up in the morning, and it's gone. She started breaking a sweat. What is this? How can it be? Then she realized her son is going to school to Cheder, and he had a sium. They finished some uh, a, a gemara, and she promised him she'd get him a cake for the sium. So, so she did get him a cake, but he didn't realize. He didn't chop it. It's not this cake. She, he, she just bought him a regular cake, not this amazing fancy schmancy cake. So she was about to call the cheder at the school and tell them, please, there must have been a mistake. Let, let's switch back and I'll give you this other cake. But she had the sixth sense. That's the connection to our story. The sixth sense that, no, I'm just going to let it go. You know, at the end of the day, it's for a good cause. It's for a sium, for kedusha. I'm going to let it go and not do anything about it. I don't know what she ended up doing with the company, but 
four years down the road, the the kid had, I guess, some friends that weren't the best of people, and like we say, not the best in their hearts, and at the end, they affected also him, and it got to the point where they said, let's just leave everything, I don't know how old he was at the point, but let's just go to India for a trip, so they went to India, they were about to go to India for a trip, they were in the airport in Israel, and right before the trip, one of the boys say, says, you know what, let's just get something to eat before we go, so they go to the cafeteria in the airport, and as they're looking at uh, what to get, suddenly he sees behind the, the window where they have all the, the glass, when they have all the different types of cakes he could choose from, he sees the cake that resembled that cake that his mother made him. Well, she made, not really for him, but she made, and he took it to the cheder, and he was under the impression she made for him. And it hit him hard, I can't believe I'm doing this, how am I leaving everything? I grew up in a certain way, and now I'm leaving everything. And he just, on the, fly, on the spot, turned around to his friend said, I'm really sorry, I can't go through with this, I'm going to go back home. And indeed, he was strong enough to go back home. And since then, he started taking life more seriously. And Baruch Hashem, today, this is like six years after the cake event, he started coming back more to, to Judaism, to Yiddishkeit. And, and you see, all this is from that rash decision to not call to the cheder, to make the switch for the cakes. So I guess the woman had something call it conscious, call it unconscious, but at the end of the day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave a gift to, to, to a mother to have the sixth sense. I don't think it's only Klapi the child, it's also, as we saw in the story, it's not Klapi or Sarah, it wasn't Klapi her own child. To, to listen to our hearts, where the Goyim Vilna says, now that we don't have prophets, our connection to Hashem is really through our hearts, and that's why it's even more important to listen to our hearts and to train our hearts to always be close to Hashem. Hilton will take this idea and actualize it each in his own world. Have a good Shabbos. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. PrismofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, PrismofTorah.com. This podcast was produced for free by Ellie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Le Bastiano, Yakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Doyf, Isaac Isaac Ben Moshe.